0: I assure you that hell is not a myth, with both vacation now, is not a each What is up everybody? It is the Common Chaos Podcast, we are back in your lives after being absent for two weeks. I haven't put anything out on the website or put anything up in in about two weeks Ever since the Evening with Knives Monroe was put up Been away, man, been staying busy, been doing some things Been uh, keeping busy, went to California and participated in the SoCal Psych Out Festival Um, yeah, been experiencing life and that's what we're gonna talk about today Glad to be back, glad to be back home Um, I got back probably, I got back exactly a week ago actually, last Tuesday Um So it was cool. Went out to California, had a good time, experienced some stuff. A lot happened while I was gone, man. We had the Austin bomber. We had, uh, Russia being crazy ass, scandalous people. Man, Russia's fucking crazy right now. The Russian government is scary as fuck right now. Whew. I think, I don't know. That's That's what I'm, that's what I'm seeing. Anyways, we got a lot to talk about. We're back. I'm in the house right now. Um, it's, super crazy weather in austin right now like flash flooded last night for like 12 hours rain lightning thunder it's pretty crazy um and i have a horrible toothache so i woke up like fucking two two different times last night and um it's just all chaos outside it's pretty intense very very crazy um so making making my way downtown is not really what i want to be doing right now i don't want to have to go downtown to the studio and deal with traffic and fucking people driving like animals out here um so i figured i'd bring it back to the og style get us in the house i don't think anybody's here i think roger might be who knows he might be in hibernation in his room um it's gonna be really weird to him because this is my second time recording this and the second time i've talked about him and he's probably thinking what the fuck and i'm gonna continue to do it if necessary uh, if i keep fucking up so yeah that's what we're gonna do um but yeah, I uh, was able to get away from Austin for a little bit, see some family, see some friends in uh, California, did the SoCal Psych Out. I had been talking about that for a long time. I've uh, been promoting that for a while. My buddies John and Daniel and Shaman Rock put helped put on a uh, festival up in Pioneertown, California at Garth's Boulder Garden. Um, so I went down there to participate in the festival, got through some curveballs. Um, I always talk about uh, needing to reset or recharge or... or I, I'm a, I believe you should do something that brings you back to baseline, kind of clears your thoughts, de-stresses you, whether it takes some PTO and get some time off work or take a vacation, what have you. I'm a big proponent of that. Um, and every time I go to California, uh, I get I get tested a lot and things, you know, it's just curveballs. That's what happens when you go and you travel and you try to do work. You try to get away from... Uh, You try to get away from the work, but you also want to do work I go out there a lot of times with a podcast in mind and I go and I do things that involve business But also involve seeing friends and family and I get stretched kind of thin and it's always hard to kind of see people uh, Everybody at least and so anyways um, But I always encourage being able to do that and just having a good time when you go out And this was by far the best trip to California I've had uh, since I've moved away I was able to see uh, mostly everybody I wanted to but it wasn't it wasn't just that but it was just the experience in in total like from start to finish from the minute I left to the minute I got back home um you know it was just kind of this up and down roller coaster ride of what what was going to happen next and I didn't really plan out too much other than the festival um and then maybe one or two other main spots where I was going to see people or, or go and do specific things but nothing went as planned and I've always been a very anxious person and a very on not on edge but I'm always I'm always thinking of. A ton of different possibilities as opposed to like one or two possibilities I overthink things um, paranoid a little bit in a way of, of bad things happening or just things that you're not prepared for they're gonna catch you off guard they're gonna give you a bad time I'm always I always try to be weary of those um, so I think I've done that enough in my life for the last 30 years of preparation and just being at high levels of anxiety at all times prepared me for this weekend uh, or this past uh, week's trip and I had such a fantastic time and it literally didn't go anywhere near as being planned um, Got thrown multiple different curveballs, was able to, to handle them with grace Was able to dodge, duck, dip, dive and dodge um, My way through that entire, uh, that entire vacation and it was fantastic Had a great time with my family, had a great time with my friends So yeah, I'm going to take you through that uh, One of the main points obviously was that SoCal psych out and the plan for that was i was going to go down and uh do a vendor spot and then also get some footage and interviews with bands of the event it was a camping event three-day festival the 16th 17th and the 18th um it was fantastic man uh skyship records which is the record label my buddy john owns i mean uh, daniel and um big animal records who's owned by this guy named john john put together this event. Uh, they had, I want to say 200 plus people there by the end of the first night. Uh, it was a camping event. So it was all outdoors. Uh, they had a, uh, stage set up kind of tucked away in some boulders, uh, the whole backstage area. Um, I ran into some car issues my, uh, first day. So I was going to go up there, the first curveball of the trip. I was going to go up there, um, get some interviews done, get that bumped out of the way, get some footage, hang out with Nixon, um. Kind of set up a home base area And then go back down and get my sister And Andre and a couple of friends the next day Bring him back up and do all my merch sales With my sister, she had some designs done We just got the Native uh, Blood t-shirt done By um, uh, Mike And so we were going to have all that on display And they were going to uh, basically Yeah, we were just going to have a good old time Ran into some car issues uh, And going back down the hill to pick up everybody And then come back up Ran into car issues again So I was unfortunately only able to attend the festival for one day, but there's still a light at the end of the tunnel for that. Uh, I got some fantastic footage of the event. I got uh, three really, really, really solid interviews that we're going to be splicing together and a ton of other just like candid video footage that we're going to be putting together for a little video package uh, for the event. Um, There's also going to be a article written up by Nixon, who um, a little background about Nixon. He's probably one of my best friends on the entire planet, my brother. Uh, he's an army veteran. He's been involved in the marijuana industry. He is very involved politically with a lot of the things that are going on in California and uh, nationally uh, He's one of those one of those guys that is very adamant about people's rights civil rights equals rights um, and is very passionate about making sure that people are um, Are taken care of in whichever way they can and, and he has these very very cool perspectives on life and He's been through a lot very awesome guy. Uh so he he went with me and that's really out of his element. He's not one to go out and camp for a couple of days and and prepare for that and put himself out there, but uh he was all about it. He loved the idea and he came more prepared than I was to be honest, and he had a blast. So he was able to kind of get out of his comfort zone a little bit and and put the guard up and have to be put in a situation that he's not familiar with and he did fine he did he had a fantastic time, he had fun he wasn't even feeling too well so he was a tad bit under the weather um, so he's going to write up a, a perspective piece on the event on the SoCal Psych Out and talk about that and we're going to put it up on the website we're going to feature, we're really excited about that uh, yeah and we're hoping to get Nixon on he's supposed to come out and visit here soon so we're hoping to get him on the podcast as well and you get to hear all his crazy stories about how he fucking it's in the pod industry crazy, man. I love Nixon. (laughs) Um, and then, so yeah, that was, that was the only thing about the festival. I only got one day out of it. Um, but other than that, it was a beautiful event. These guys are awesome. They do it every year. Uh, and obviously working with like Austin Live and Local out here, we offered to do a show out in the Austin area for them. So we're hopefully going to try to set that up. It was a great event. Um, so check everybody go to, um, shaman rock's facebook page and uh, skyship records facebook page check them out they're awesome john and daniel shaman rock they're fucking phenomenal uh and shout out to los pheromones who were my first interview out there they're the coolest dudes on the entire planet and something that was really cool about that event is a lot of the bands were um they were intertwined so they you saw a lot of bands play that had a couple of the same members and it was just this small community that got together and is all about the arts all about the visual perspectives the 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 musical integrations and the and the it's all about blending visuals and music and blending them together and making them one big masterpiece or having one accent the other in these weird ways they had these two really big boulders that they put on uh these like projectors old high school projectors that you would do like you know homework or classwork on they had those on these two gigantic boulders next to the stage and they were doing like light shows with oils and water and 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 just weird psychedelic trippy events they had another like weird instrument tent where they had like sitar and it was it was a really really just enriched balancing weekend of music from everybody's perspective i got a day And i'm pretty bummed about that however i got to meet some phenomenal people and again seeing that community uh come together and really make something out of literally nothing they were in the middle of nowhere (laughs) because we went so off course to try to get to this place and it was uh it was a task in itself to even find it because it was off all gps like locators nobody had service you had to literally stand on like a rock with your arm out in the air over a cliff to get like the slightest bit of cell service uh so it was an experience for sure and these guys packed it out man and what's really really cool about the event is it's in an area where people go all the time to camp and like stargaze and beautiful no light pollution at all you can see every single star in the sky it's on private property i want to say out in pioneer town and so they had set this up right near the entrance of this hiking area, this natural, you know, like, canyon. And people were so intrigued by what was going on and so blown away by the production of it, they were buying tickets on the spot and just filling this place up. And it turned into this really, uh, cohesive, like, uh, society for, like, a week. It was really, really weird. Nixon's got a crazy perspective. He calls it, like, a—they were basically, like, a whole, uh, I don't know. I don't know, like a Jamestown, but didn't end violently or whatever that that uh, the cult was. But it was fed. it was fucking fantastic. And there was a band, that it was called Shaman Cult. So who knows? Maybe it was a cult. It could have been a cult. Who knows? And we could have been in a in a worse situation than what we really were. Oh man, it was an awesome time. I'm actually gonna look up. There was an article written about it already that is up that uh, they shared on their Facebook page. So I'm gonna pull that up real quick. Beautiful article written by a lady that was able to attend the event. Um, let me get that. Austin was crazy while I was gone. That Austin bomber fucked a bunch of shit up. He was actually doing things um, before I left. He had done two of them before he left and hit it again. And we're going to talk about that here in a second. Um, Yeah, we'll go into that Uh, so if you guys check out TheDailyBeast.com Uh, there's an article Written by Stephanie Um And it's entitled The Guard's Place The Desert Blooms And So Do Your Spirits And it's a full weekend coverage Article right up on the event So check it out It's pretty cool Um You can also see uh, See that on the SoCal Psych Out Facebook page Follow that one for sure Um Moving on Got to see my friends and family While I was down there Which is always nice Um was able to attend a couple of different different events while I was down there. One of them was the La Quinta Brewing Company block party, which was fantastic. Shout out to La Quinta Brewing Company. Uh, they're blown up. They just opened a brand new spot in Palm Springs that is a tap room slash bar restaurant. Kind of like the one that they... Well, actually, I don't know. The one La Quinta is just kind of like a draft room. And then the one in Palm Desert is the tap room. But that was cool. Got to see some friends there. Got to hang out. See Andre. Uh, one of the... One of the highlights of this trip was actually a day that I spent with Andrew, my buddy Andrew Ramirez. Uh, shout out to Andrew. You can follow him on Instagram at, I think it's Waldos, W-A-D-O-L-S, Waddles, 24, underscore 24. I'll get that correct one for you guys. You should definitely follow him. He's a he's a fun character. Uh, he's one of my buddies from back home, and we met like seven years ago um, doing jiu-jitsu and training together. Uh, and he's this crazy, just off the wall He's like that one friend that always is like, let's go do it Let's go and get in some trouble and get in some danger That's Andrew, he's all about it um, And that's what he brings to like our group of friends And it's fucking, it's just nonsense And um, one of the, I had a really deep conversation with him And we've been talking a lot lately about uh, just what's going on in the world And all this crazy shit that's happening And life and how you get put in weird situations And it removes you from things that you did for years You know, uh, groups of friends and uh, hobbies Or or work or or career profession You get removed from certain, one of those things And it affects every other one in this weird, imbalanced way And that's the whole chaos and order And he's kind of getting that to click in his head And he's done a complete, like, 180 on on what he does with his life and how he is approaching life in general. I don't know if this is like a philosophical breakthrough for him or if he's just got some light switch that turned on his in his head that sent him on this path. But he is uh, he is definitely doing some things and and turning a bunch of shit around and it's kind of cool to see. So I was really really into what he had to tell me when we were hanging out and we were at a bar and drinking a bunch of beers and got super lost in like these weird conversations. And we were talking about the steps that you take to become a better person, Um, but not a better person where you can kind of gloat about it and go, oh, I do this and I do this, but a better person where you're positively influencing those around you and you're making the changes, not so much for yourself, but so you can impact other people it's this weird thing that i don't we probably do it for a selfish way i can only i can only imagine that we as a human being do it because we want to be proud about it in some we way. Want, we want to have some sort of pride about what we do to help people it probably is this subconscious selfish thing i would imagine which actually brings me to this side point real quick um there is an article on Reddit right now you guys can check out about uh how artificial intelligence may be the answer to a, uh, a presidential candidate. Like they think artificial intelligence should be the president because, uh, it has no emotional influx or emotional influence behind its decision making. Can't make those, uh, spur of the moment, you know, drastic decisions that some presidents like to make, uh, you know, no human error, I guess would be a simple way to put it. Uh, So artificial intelligence, I guess, is being looked at to be the president. Um, Although there also was another study that came out that said artificial intelligence is nowhere where people think it is. People think that it's far more advanced. And uh, you see the videos of like people with like the robotic arms moving them with their mind and things like that. Yeah, there is uh, stuff like that going on. But I guess according to this article, I read that it's way too, it's not as advanced. And it's actually a couple steps back than people think it is. And it's... At the rate that it's going it's not gonna be like this world dominating artificial intelligence that people fear i don't know maybe it is i think it is i think they're just trying to calm us <sighs> anyways uh so me and andrew were going down these uh this path in this rabbit hole of uh, like self-enlightenment and reflecting on changes that we've made in our lives and how we've kind of influenced one another and i made a comment about how uh when you progress you're it's like connecting the dots to a picture, you know? You're connecting the dots, one, two, three, four. And his like eyes lit up and he got it. And that is if I could capture an image that defined be becoming woke. Or like being woke or becoming diet woke even, not fully woke, but just getting enlightened a little bit. Or having that light switch going in your head where you're like, oh man, it all makes sense now. It would be Andrew's face during that moment. And then like later in our conversation, I had the exact same reaction because of trust issues. The conversation about trust issues came up. And I'm fucking horrible with trusting people And people apparently don't trust me at all So, uh, for whatever reason I'm like Mark Zuckerberg over here Nobody fucking trusts me Or they do trust me and they shouldn't I don't know, it's this weird imbalance I'm gonna also talk about that later The whole Facebook thing (sighs) Anyways, uh, so We were talking trust issues And then I had like the revelation And became more woke in my own mind And had this enlightening feeling And it was... Probably six hours in total that me and Andrew were hanging out. We also got the chance to hang out with my buddy Jaime uh, Lettuce Head, Jaime Lechuga. Um, Shout out Jaime. So it was just a real good time that I had with these guys. And that got me into like this flow state of just self reflecting and uh, not only playing back the week itself with everybody, um, but also reflecting and accepting the curveballs that I got. My car battery died two more times this is a rental car bright Kia Rio rental car that I had that broke down on me after the first day of the event when I went back down I it it died while I was out there and then it died back while I was in town trying to pick up my sister and everybody and then it died on me again so three different times this Kia Rio died on me um that got thrown my way obviously not doing all uh, or two days of the festival got thrown my way um but I was able to sit back and Acknowledged that those things did happen And then I was also able to like compare To the other things that happened Like I got to attend NASCAR with JJ Got to obviously see my mom and my sister a bunch uh, More than I usually do while I'm down there So that was nice Uh, Hung out with people who um, I didn't expect, just random people Random people I met, random people I talked to in San Diego Random pictures I got Random uh, interactions we had at the festival being able to self-reflect and kind of sit back and look at all that As I was like leaving the, the following day after hanging out with Andrew it just It allowed me to appreciate everything that's going on and allowed me to kind of Repackage all my thoughts and and my perspectives on life right now and uh, Kind of create new n- new thoughts and new perspectives on them. Um, I felt refreshed I felt like I did reset hit a reset button hit a recharge button um and yeah, came back super motivated, man. Came back and did got a lot done with Trent. We got a lot going on with Austin Live and Local that's coming up and I'm excited to announce uh or start talking about it anyways. We're making a lot of changes to the website and the way that we do things here. Um and it's just a good time, man, and I hope everybody else is kind of riding that wave and, and on that right now. And if you're not, I hope you're changing your habits and doing some stuff that gets you in that direction. I know it's kind of difficult to just snap out of something or change your mindset, but That's really what you gotta do. It's kind of hard to hard to define or explain, but it's just something that you gotta want to do. Yeah. Um, So coming back, coming back into Austin, uh, the bomber was going crazy. I think when I got back, four people had already been injured. Two of them had died. Um, I know some people who know the gentleman that was that was the bomber. Uh, He blew himself up, I believe, last Wednesday. Or Thursday, uh, one of the two days, I think I believe it was Wednesday night. Uh, he blew himself up in his vehicle. He was being pursued by the FBI and local authorities. and he decided they got him in like a ditch and he blew his truck up. So yeah, his name was Mark Anthony, I believe. Mark Anthony uh, is twenty four from uh, Round Rock, which is a little bit north of here in Austin. Um, he uh, white gentleman. Uh, From most reports didn't have any signs of mental illness He did release a confession tape where he said he felt didn't feel bad about the bombings Um, He apparently has come off as troubled in the confession Um, I haven't watched the confession. I don't know if it's available, but I probably should Uh, But no ties to terrorism or hate crimes in the video That was released almost immediately um, from, from what it seems, there was probably some mental issues. Uh, he, I guess uh, people feel that he was wronged. There's been a lot of articles that have been put out um, about how society did this to, this to this kid, made him who he was. Um, I posed the question on my Facebook uh, regarding race because that was something that I think immediately came out because he was white. He wasn't being called a terrorist. Um, it was just being tied back to mental issues and... Uh, the reason it was only mental issues is because he was white and that was the immediate language that came out and people were kind of Uh, where people were upset because oh be just because he's white he has a mental issue and Uh, the the race argument comes up and i'm not a fan of that argument So I immediately put something up and said hey, I think this is a part of it But it's also a narrative that's being fed the reason that the media in my opinion is calling it a mental issue and like highlighting that is because um, it is a mental issue. A mental issue is the um, is the root of this, and so they have to address that to some extent. Um, but the way that they it is coming across is that it's only being highlighted because it's he's white, and I feel that that's a message people are picking up, and it's not one that they should pick up. I don't think that that is the message that's trying to be. It is the one that's being. Uh, sent out because it's the one people are picking up, but that's not the actual issue. I think the issue is a mental health issue, and I've had a bunch of discussions with people uh, around me that feel the same way, and I think that that's really what's important here, and I hope and I expect that when another incident like this happens, and it's not a white gentleman, um, it is somebody of color or somebody from the Middle East or somebody that's not your average white person, I hope that it's labeled a mental health issue as well because I think that is been the cause of a lot of these crimes regardless of skin color regardless of race uh so that no longer needs to be identified as an issue here i hope that that i hope it doesn't continue to be identified as an issue but if it does then i don't know man people are going to buy into it and it's causing a lot of discussions right now i had one on my facebook page and people were getting all heated about it and i really hope this episode tomorrow doesn't get canceled with matt because me and him were going to talk about that he was involved pretty heavily in that conversation and I don't know man It's a conversation That needs to be had I think uh, But it's true It needs This really needs to be Like I think A mental health issue um, And I was actually Writing down notes For this episode um, I know a few people That were pretty close To the gentleman um, the, Both of the people I know Said that he didn't Exhibit any signs Of like Apparent mental health issues um, But who knows He could have been depressed He could have You know Had a, a social anxiety disorder Or something like that Uh you know, and he obviously wasn't doing anything to make it better or wasn't getting any help or getting any treatment that was making it better because he had these thoughts and uh, these actions that he felt he had to do and he followed through on them. So that's a mental health issue. I think if you ask me, especially when you're harming innocent people um, and a lot of them and you're doing so in a meticulous way, in a way that you're, you know, you're not putting yourself out there and you're not fighting for a cause, you're not defending yourself, you're just going out and hurting people in this really weird uh really weird aggressive way blowing them up bombing them like All right. What kind of message you trying to send and it's just because you don't feel right. You're not you don't feel happy It's an issue man. And that happens to everybody regardless of skin color or race, you know, and it It should be paid attention to for that reason because you do have a lot of parts of the of the country that are predominantly one race or predominantly one one ethnicity and they're in bad bad situations and when you're put in bad situations and you're put under stress, that has a, an effect on you mentally. And it could lead to mental issues. Just because you weren't born with a mental issue, you weren't born with you know some sort of mental problem doesn't mean you can't develop one, especially when you are under high amounts of stress. So I think mental health is definitely the talk we need to be having. Uh, and so far, it seems to be it. But let's keep it that way. Let's make sure that we're, we're paying attention to that and we're putting our efforts into it and we're making sure that when it comes time for bills to be passed and decisions to be made when in terms of mental health and healthcare, that we're paying attention to it so i hope that happens um and i wonder if it's ever going to be considered like a state of emergency i mean you see you see these violent acts so often uh and so frequently now when does it become an issue or an, or I'm sorry, an emergency to where we start looking at what could be the causes of these mental issues? Is it, um, is it the way that society is? Is it the, is it the way culturally that people are brought up or situations that people are put into, uh, and the lack of resources that they they have to get out of them or the lack of resources they have to help them through these tough times? Um, you know, and are people, are we doing things to our bodies and to our minds that are causing it to have a bigger effect? You know, are, a lot of people point to the fact that people to commit these big crimes are, are on some sort of substance or some sort of anti-anxiety or anti-depression medicine. They're having some sort of, you know, chemical change go on in their brain that could be causing these things or, or uh, you know, m- maybe you're shutting off the receptor in your brain for sympathy or empathy, you know, by taking these medicines. There's those discussions all the time. Uh, I'm actually in my class right now I'm in, I'm in a, a logic class And I'm writing a paper on M- MBSRs which are mindless based stress re- Reducers so meditation Yoga religious practice things like that uh, And I'm getting into some You know I'm getting into some reports That are pointing to signs of uh, Medicine being a lot of a, a, a big reason as to Why people don't um, Ever get over depression or get over certain Mental issues is because they become Dependent on the medicines that they're taking Um, And there's obviously studies out there That point the other way And say that MBSRs don't work Um, But You know There are things that I think You can do to To change uh, Certain things About you if If you're depressed Or if you have an issue There's certain things you can do I think that you shouldn't not do medicine if medicine works for you But I definitely don't think you should do an, It in excess to where you become dependent On it and I think that that's a big issue Especially with like opiates and things like that You know people are, are Becoming addicted to Things and are putting stuff into Their body that has Pretty big effects on them um, But yeah I don't know It's crazy it's a crazy thing that's going on right now And I really hope that uh, Really hope that it starts getting some some moves made about it, this whole mental health thing. Um, speaking of which, like the, the Parkland shooting, so the Florida shooting, they just did March for Your Lives, I want to say a couple days ago. Uh, and that got a lot of attention. That got a whole ton of attention, especially the big march that they had in Washington, D.C., because of that whole incident that just happened. Um, and, what was kind of weird about that, I was watching the Jim Jeffries show last night, and they were kind of sending like these mixed messages about it. Um, because you're getting these these students that are leaving schools and and uh, going on these sit-outs that they're having in their classes you know for uh, in solidarity for what happened in, in Florida but they're doing so so frequently now that there's young students and and the young young people that are speaking out against it and saying hey that's not what we need to be doing we need to be staying in class we need to be staying in class and learning uh, how to deal with uh, the social issues and the cultural issues that are happening right now that are causing these things to happen that are causing these uh issues to to pop up and you know we need to be that generation that comes in and changes it because it's clearly not being changed now it's kind of getting worse especially when you have everybody kind of on edge with you know what's going on all over the world not just here in the united states but russia and you know north korea getting crazy like this is a very interesting time to kind of be alive and it's It seems like everybody's on edge about some stuff And everybody's kind of apprehensive To believe this or believe that Or support this cause or support that cause And you get these teams And it's just this weird time in history that we're experiencing And uh, You know I think there's people that understand You need to pay attention to it And you need to kind of recognize patterns And understand that it's about progression And growth and and making life better for everybody Uh, Because we're all experiencing it At the same time But I think that message gets lost in other messages, uh, like, Hey, we need to take guns away or we need to do this with people that want to take guns away. And, you know, that's another big discussion that is kind of just distracting people from other things as well. And it's, it's okay. It's a definitely a discussion that we need to have, but does it need to be us versus them? Or can it be a discussion that we have where we all kind of agree on two or three big topics and two or three big issues and address those together and try to make those better together. Um, so yeah, you're getting you're getting both of those messages right now, which is kind of nice, um because I definitely believe in in uh, in order to change things, you have to know what you're trying to change and you have to know what you can do to change it or what you can try to do to change it. And the only way you're gonna learn those things is if you continue to push yourself in learning things and walking out of school and Uh, fighting for a cause is good. That is good. Um, is it the best thing to do though? Are you really under, are, is everybody that's walking out of class doing so because they support a cause and they're going to further to, they're going to support the cause further than just walking out of that class. They're going to make sure that they, uh, become involved when it's necessary, when there is a vote or when there is a law that's trying to be passed or petitions that need to be signed. Are they going to be involved then? Or are they just walking out of class because it's the thing to do? Um, you know, what, what what's going on there? And is staying in class the right way? Like, is staying in class the thing to do now? Are, are kids even learning in class? Are they learning things that they think are of substance in school? Uh, the education system is definitely one that is under a magnifying glass right now, especially with the whole Betsy DeVos thing and her being a horrible, horrible representative of, of what education should be and build upon. And... um. You know, universities have been losing some strength year year after year. Universities have been on a decline. Uh, you see, you know, Udemy and all these other, the Khan Academies, all the other, all these other ways to to get educated, and these um, vocational trainings and these purposeful trainings that are on one. One thing, whether it be mechanics, or uh, project management, or you know these these specific courses and classes that you can take to get certified in one field, rather than having to attend your traditional university just to make money or to be put into a position where you can do more with your life, you know that's been that's been a changing uh, that's been a changing scene for some time, and to kind of see that now reach the lower levels not just universities but in high schools you know people are questioning how school districts are are writing their curriculums because of how apparent the education system can be manipulated and it can be manipulated pretty easily and there's a lot of people that are out there that are trying to change it Um, and it's just getting thrown another curveball with this it's just being riled up and made more chaotic with these walkouts and this uh, attention on whether you should stay in school and and stay educated or if you should walk out and try to take things in your own hands it's interesting to see it's interesting to witness and not be a part of because i'm out of school i'm going to school yes but it's it's not your traditional university it's it's you know i'm removed from that setting i'm removed for that from that scene so i don't hear the conversations that are going on I'm not I don't participate in it I'm in a college town so I get I get backdraft of it I get secondhand conversations and, and information um, and I do get firsthand information on some things but it's if it's if I'm involved uh, particularly for something that I'm doing or if I need to reach out to a student because I'm working on something or if I need to reach out to the university for a resource with school that I'm doing maybe but other than that I'm not immersed in it uh, the way the students are Um but what I am getting is that there's definitely mixed messages going back and forth whether whether or not uh the education system's working and whether or not people care about it. So I think that that's very interesting. Also on the Jim Jeffries show, there was a uh a quote from Marco Rubio about compromise. And I think that's an important word. Compromise is something that a lot of people I think need to uh understand and should try to agree upon when having discussions with people or entering debates with people is compromising. Um, but then like this weird anti-compromise narrative came about, about where they were talking like, oh yeah, you want to compromise, but you only want to compromise when it's, an uni- when, an uni- when it's on an idea that you came up with and then they kind of attacked Mark Rubio and I don't know, that was kind of weird, that, but that's Comedy Central's sticks, so, um, but the compromise portion is what I thought was important. I think compromise is something that we can all try to agree on, especially when entering debates that where you we do need a solution, like let's take this gun control thing, uh, something needs to be done and there's nobody that's properly representing i think either side um that's going hey can we just sit down and like talk about this and can we maybe come to an agreement because nobody wants to agree with the other side which is frustrating everybody wants to win and everybody wants to be able to say that oh i was the one that solved this issue or that was my idea or hey we did this guys we won there's no hey can we win together um and you have you know decisions being made and then being retracted by trump and then you have uh representatives from both sides kind of coming out and attacking one another and then attacking the NRA and the NRA is involved. And that's weird. There's just a bunch of different things going on. So when, when trying to compromise with people, it can be hard, but I think that should be one of the goals that are, um, in place for that, for that discussion and that type of, that type of, uh, yeah, if you're going to have that conversation, you guys got to have an, an end goal. You can't just fight back and forth and expect the other person to concede or give up or, you know, why does it have to be that way? I don't know. It's a weird dynamic that people put themselves into huh, I don't know, but anyways moving on what else is going on facebook. Okay, so here As I drink water changing the subject to facebook now, um I'm seriously contemplating deleting my facebook and here's why um If you've been living under a rock, you probably don't know. But if you're listening to this, you're probably not living under a rock. So I'm going to just bullet point this. Uh, Cambridge Analytica developed a... Or kept information from an app that was developed that people downloaded on Facebook. And then that information was given to whoever. And they used it for diplomatic propaganda and profile and targeting and all this other bullshit. right? They basically... Facebook was involved with allowing a company to steal your information, although technically they didn't steal your information because it was in the terms and agreements, but it wasn't in the terms and agreements what they were going to use the information for, and of course nobody reads the terms and agreements, so therefore nobody really knew about it, and then it came out and once everybody found out about it that they secretly agreed to the terms and conditions of giving their information up, and then that was used in a potentially nefarious manner that was then talked about being untraceable and leaving no trace of it being done and they could get in a lot of trouble if somebody found out about it I guess because it's kind of infringing on people's rights because it's being used for propaganda and it's just this weird thing that's going on with Facebook and Cambridge Analytica and everything else but it is shady it may not be illegal Um, I did read a motherboard article that said the reason that we're not saying an information breach in in regards to the Facebook scandal is because it is not. The people whose information was accessed was done so because the terms and agreements were in place to allow that information to be accessed. So it is not an information breach. However, they did use it for a pretty sheisty reason. They used it to try to target people politically for the election back in 2015, 2016. Um... So yeah, that's kind of shady. And I guess there's this transcript of Mark Zuckerberg out there where he's being asked why people trust him. Or he's being asked something and he says something to the effect that, oh, people trust me, dumb fucks, makes a comment. So now that's being high- highlighted by, I believe, uh, Julia Assange on Julian Assange on uh, Twitter. And in other cases, and he seems to not really care about the incident Because he believes legally he's okay and he doesn't need to be involved And if he does get involved and people are just going to hammer down on him more Facebook's in trouble They've lost over $100 billion in advertisement and promotions and in revenue um, Or overall, I believe, just in general, so all that included They've lost over $100, and $100 billion in the last two weeks Um, I read the article on Monday and it said 10 days. So let's say it's called two weeks. That's a lot of money. And I do believe in standing up for something that you believe in, standing up for something that, uh, you think needs to have more attention. Hence the conversation I just had about fucking education and gun control or education, uh, and so I I was contemplating deleting the Facebook because I just don't, honestly, one, it distracts me. I get distracted every time I'm on Facebook, but I'm on it a lot, and I do realize that I use it a lot. I do use it for, obviously, the podcast and the business and Austin Live and Local. I mean, I use it for that constantly. I don't use it for many personal reasons, which is why I'm kind of conflicted because if I delete my personal profile, I'm not, I'm not going to be able to be attached to all these other things, Um. You know, and I paid we pay to have our ads boosted through there We pay to have our information put out through there. We pay to advertise on that We'd give facebook money and I don't know if I can continue to support facebook when You know, this is not again. They didn't do anything illegal But it's kind of the principle behind the thing like you're going to allow a company to come in and harvest data From people that you know are going to be unsuspecting of it and it's going to be for some gain to somebody like you're you have an in, an invested interest in something now So and it's on a shading principle. So why does that? Why do I want to support you? You're giving me reasons to not trust you and not be a uh, And not support you in any way whether it be financially or, or having my name associated with you like That's that's frustrating to me and But it's such, it's going to fuck me up. Fine, too. I'm going to lose. I'm going to lose conversations. My conversations on my Facebook, when I bring up a point that's going on that I'm going to talk about, they blow up. I get 100 plus comments every time because people love to fucking argue with people and love to go on and be opinionated and share news and share facts. And, you know, I always support that, that discussion I support. That's what I'm about. So I I don't know if I should like step away from being able to do that and do it on a different form. Is another form going to be as successful? Is another form going to get that much attention? When I put those shows up on the Facebook, people let me know that they're listening. People comment and they interact with me and they, you know, I, I reach out to a good portion of my fan base through Facebook and especially with Austin Live and Local. Me being involved in that, half of our business is done through Facebook. The live streams are on Facebook. It's such a conflicting spot to be in oh man but it's frustrating it's frustrating to see um to see that this is uh that this is the the route people will go to just for some sort of incentive whatever it may be but i guess that's life right that's business um and it kind of ties into the russia thing because i think russia got a lot of that information or used that information or it was specifically given to russian for something i don't know but russia was involved in that facebook scandal to some extent um beyond just the f- the filtration of like fake news through Facebook and the fake Facebook accounts that were have been tied back to Russia beyond that they were involved in this scandal whether or not it was directly uh being the ones receiving the information or or the ones directly getting the information I don't know but they did they were involved in this uh Cambridge Analytica scandal to to an extent and um if you've been paying attention to them holy shit Russia no shame on their part There's video footage of uh, The voting booths At Russia being tampered with Um, People putting in fake votes Like on camera people dropping fake ballots Into voting booths People uh, covering security cameras um, (laughs) At the voting booths Uh, People just doing some shady shit They are being accused of Poisoning that spy That was busted uh, Like two weeks ago And that's becoming a thing because now people are putting sanctions on russia because of it people are calling them out because of it uh the uk is totally pissed at him um and then obviously putin wins by like 75 percent, and trump congratulates him it's like one of the first things trump does which is i guess unprecedented in the, in the political field it's not something that uh a president just generally comes out and do comes out and does i'm sorry um obama so i was listening to newsy which is a podcast on stitcher if you guys get the chance to listen to newsy it provides you news in like one to five minute little snippets it's awesome shout out newsy not getting paid for that but probably should um so i was listening to that and uh trump like gave a speech shortly after um putin had won uh in regards to another another topic but he congratulated him like right off the bat and um Obama did it back in 2012 But I guess they were saying that he waited to do it And it was kind of like a second-hand Hey, congratulations uh, And that was when Putin got reelected in 2012 After not being the president for four years But then choosing to become the president again uh, When he decided the interim president Wasn't doing a good job, which is also really weird Uh, yeah And a bunch of people that are outspoken about Putin die all the time So, Russia's just kind of weird And they poison people So Russia's just going, coming in way too hot right now Russia's being real extra on every accord Um, But hey, they're doing it And their fucking eagle, Khabib morgan Is fighting for the goddamn lightweight title next week And god, I'm so excited about that fucking fight And if he fucks up Tony Ferguson That's gonna be moves for him That's gonna be moves for Russia Oh my god, Russia's gonna blow up Fuck, man, Russia's Whew, Russia's scary I kinda wanna visit Russia, though I kinda wanna visit and like just party in russia for like a, a week but i don't know would they accept me out there i don't know fuck russia's crazy they're too they're fucking way too outrageous the world's too crazy man the chaos is too much right now there needs to be some order i didn't really write anything down that was like super positive other than taking vacations and resetting. hey don't listen to news if you're gonna listen to news listen to both sides of the news pick up both sides of it please Uh, Formulate your own opinions That's what I'm learning right now in class Logic, it's just feeding this fuel That's in my fucking growth fire That I got going on right now Um, California was great man And I can definitely attribute that to to three things And that was uh, Preparation, my experience And reflection Uh, That's Well okay, those were my steps to the vacation I prepared properly for it, I had an awesome experience And I reflected on it Um, But I was able to do those three things uh, just because I was fucking feeling good about my life I was making decisions that were making me happy And living a good life And surrounding myself with good people That's what everybody has to do And I know it's kind of hard and difficult But um, Yeah, people need to talk about that People need to just talk to people, I guess I don't know I wish I had the answers, everybody Let's make the answers Let's fucking create a formula That makes everybody super happy Let's create an awesome pill And get shoved into a brave new world Man, that's coming, I think I think a brave new world where everybody takes happy pills to numb their pains from everything else is coming. Maybe we shouldn't be paying attention to mental health. Holy shit. (laughs) Maybe that's where we're going. Wouldn't that be crazy? If we just, if the mental health cry was so big, we just entered this weird brave new world scenario where everybody took a pill to kind of just be happy. We all became like just completely detached from feelings and, and just everything that's Substantial and and worth a fucking damn Man, maybe the robots should just kill us Human beings, we're emotional, we're weak It's crazy Flesh And bone and and, and Neurons and brains and thoughts and emotions And fuck, it's too much shit going on It's too much shit to worry about No wonder people lose their fucking minds (laughs) People are going to be like, Brian, are you okay? Are you losing your mind? No, I'm sitting in a house by myself Talking to myself (sighs) <sighs> then I'm gonna put it on the internet. Anyways, uh, yeah, yeah, I think we're coming I think we're coming to a close. Um what I have coming up. I hope I really hope Matt gets down here uh tomorrow and that we can do that podcast. It was gonna be a good one. We're gonna have a full two hours, me and Matt talking about a bunch of shit. So I hope he can still do that. If not, uh he will be in the rotation coming up here shortly. I, I am gonna get him in. He is gonna be on here. A lot of people are waiting to hear from him. So I will get him in. I'm also going to have uh, Camila Tejas in here. Uh, she was the creator of that short documentary, Yearning to Breathe, that I talk about on uh, YouTube. Go check it out. It is called Yearning to Breathe. Um, and my buddy Forrest. Forrest is coming in here. We're going to talk about a bunch of things uh, movie-related. Forrest is a huge movie buff and is written a couple scripts and is actually getting in touch with a bunch of people that we work with with Austin Live and Local and is going to start uh, putting together a film podcast. Which is really cool Really excited about that Um, So he's going to be on the Common Chaos podcast Talking to us about his film career And his aspirations in the film industry As he finishes up school Um, And who else do we have? I think that's it for right now We're probably going to get Tanner, Walters and Trent Back in here pretty shortly Going to try to get Knives back on And uh, making a lot of changes Going to be changing the website up Commonchaos.net Go check it out as it is now Get some merch uh, we're going to have the new design. It's actually called Blood and Ink, not Native Blood. Native Blood is a um, Silent Planet song. Uh, shout out to Silent Planet. Uh, it's called Blood and Ink, and it is a design that was made by my good friend Michael Zambroda. Uh, you can check him out on Instagram, Native Italian 51 Uh, That is native Italian 51. He is a comic book artist and designer uh, based out of Phoenix, Phoenix, Arizona. Phoenix, Texas. Uh, Phoenix, Arizona. Used to live with him or used to live in California. Uh, He was Andrew's roommate. Uh, Good buddy of mine. And yeah, he's really good at the comic style art. And he designed that uh, Indian headdress that is now up on our website for sale. Go check that out. Uh, My sister... Lothal is her Is her uh Her handle on everything Lothal L Zero T-H-A-L Period Um She designed Some bracelets That are also up on the website That are for sale Go check those out Um Go check her work out as well She's an amazing digital artist She can also be found on Facebook Under Jacqueline Kern J-A-C-Q-U-E-L-I-N-E K-E-R-N is her last name She's my sister She's on all the profiles that I have Go check her out Her stuff's also gonna be on the website here shortly Um And yeah, Austin Live and Local has Fashion Week coming up. We're going to be at the Fashion Next Fashion Show getting interviews done. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, And I think that's it. We're good. I don't have anything else to talk about. Catch you guys hopefully in a couple of days. Hope everybody's doing well. Uh, Yeah, CommonChaos.net. Love you. Bye.